for his mercy.
Master, I want to praise you. We want to worship you. We are grateful to you for your message and bringing us into the eighth month of the year. As we congregate, we pray that may your Holy Spirit brood upon us, minister your life and minister your goodness unto us. In Jesus Christ's name, somebody shout a big amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. This eighth month, the month of August, is our month of spiritual virtues. Amen. And as we minister on spiritual virtues, special grace is coming into your life. Amen. Kindly take your seat in his presence. In 3 John 2, so... Today, actually, I'm going to be talking about one of the spiritual virtues is love for God. Amen. Love for God will turn your life around. Love for God. Someone say love for God. Is there anybody who wants to be successful in life? You want to do well in life? Key thing is just love God. Amen. When, when you are in love with the president... And the president loves you. All the powers of the presidency will back you. And when you love God. And God loves you. All the powers of God will back you. Can I have an amen? In 3 John 2. He said, I wish above all things. All things. Above all things. That you may prosper. And be in health. Even as your soul prospers. So it is the desire of God for you to prosper. Tell somebody, it's God's desire for me to prosper. In John 15, 16, a scripture which we've been talking about all this while. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I've chosen you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. So God wants you to be successful. God wants you to be fruitful. Hallelujah. Then when you are fruitful, he says that, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. It means that as you are fruitful, in love, in doing the things of God, God will let you become fruitful. May you become fruitful. Oh, you didn't hear me say, may you become fruitful. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, Peter having worked with God, Peter was a the chief apostle, and having worked with God, came out with the steps or the elements that will help us to become successful in our, our ministry, in our marriages, in our relationship with God. Amen? So in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 10, we're going to be reading something over there. Uh, let's even start from verse number 1 so that we can get to, let's become Bible students. Simon Peter is servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God 
and our Savior Jesus Christ. So Peter was writing to people who have obtained the same kind of faith with them. Is that right? Okay. Now verse 2 says, grace, read it with me, grace and peace be, oh, I can't hear you, one, two, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. So watch it. Grace and peace is multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. So it means that if you want the grace of God and you want the peace of God, this grace of God and the peace of God, is, it comes unto you and it is multiplied unto you through your knowledge of God. It means that the absence of your knowledge of God makes you become defic deficient of grace of God and then makes you become replete of the peace of God. But when you, you begin to know God, the grace of God will come to you. This man made the grace of God come to you. Grace means undeserved favor. Amen. Grace means what you don't qualify for. God makes you to qualify. Peace comes from the word shalom. That means that nothing broken, everything intact. May God let everything become intact in your life. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if grace and peace comes to you through the knowledge of God, then it means that your knowledge of God is important. Amen? Amen? It means that it is important that you know God for yourself and not a certain pastor know God for you. And not a certain prophet know God for you. Are you getting me? Whereby some pastors have become superstars. Every child of God is a child of God. The pastor is a child of God and you too are a child of God. The only thing is that he has an office. So you should not become pastor dependent and prophet dependent. And human being dependent. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that cares be the one who makes man his pillar or his trust. Man is frail. You can't depend on man. You have to depend on God. When you depend on man, you are into idolatry. You can't depend on your father. Your father may be around today, tomorrow he's not. You can't depend on your husband. You can't depend on any human being. It is God. Can I have an amen? amen. Then he goes on to say, verse 3, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. According as what? His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So we are going to look at the... the the all things that pertain unto life and godliness, what is it that we need to know about it? His divine power has given unto us what? All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him. You see, all things have been given unto us through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. That's why I, why I said this man is a man of what? Virtue. So we are going to be looking at now these virtues. Amen. Whereby are given unto us, uh, unto us what? Exceeding great and precious promises. That by these, 
By these precious promises, by these elements you are going to be talking about, you might become partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world. So what are the, these virtues? What are these elements that help us to become partakers of the divine nature? Eight of them. He said, giving all diligence. That means you're putting in every effort. Whatever it takes. Add to your faith virtue. So faith is the starting point. Someone say, faith is the starting point. Add to your faith virtue. Now, what is, what is faith here? Faith is the assurance of God speaking in your heart. Hebrews 11.1. 1. What does Hebrews 11.1 1 say? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Okay. So add to your faith virtue. Someone say virtue. So go back to the scripture, 2 Peter. Add to your faith. No, no, no. Five, verse 5, please. Add to your faith, what? Virtue. The word virtue there is displaying quality in your life and ministry. It, it means what? Displaying quality. It also is talking about excellence. Somebody say excellence. It refers to moral excellence. So add to your faith excellence. So add to your faith. Faith in the Hebrew is, in the Greek is piste. And so add to piste, that is your faith, virtue. The word virtue is harate, A-R-E-T-E. Hallelujah. And then to, and to virtue, what? Knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. The knowledge here is known in the, in the Greek as noxus. And it means knowing God and the things of God through relationship. You see, you can only know somebody through relationship. Amen? If you don't have a relationship, I always say that you never know what is in a book until you have opened it. And until you have a, re a true relationship with somebody, you, don't, you never know who the person is. There are a lot of times, somebody who sees somebody, he looks very nice. Then later he said that, hey, I didn't know he's like this. Or, the person has a straight face. But as you start relating with the person, Realize that, oh, I didn't know the person was that nice. It is because you didn't know the person. You had no knowledge. So he said that, add to your faith, what? Virtue. And to virtue, what? Knowledge. Relationship. So you are building certain elements that will help you to become successful. And to knowledge, and to knowledge, what? Temperance. The word temperance is self-control. Ekrateia. Someone say ekrateia. It means that you have to be temperate in your language. When you become born again, you, are, you don't just say what you want to say. Let's say, let me blow my fuse. Let me, want to, let me say what I want to say at any time that I feel like saying. It will, let, it will make you miss out on blessings. It will make you miss out on promotions. It will make you miss out on many things. So, even though you feel like saying something, it is not the right thing to say. Do you know that a lot of times we say things later, we regret it. And the things we say, words are not retractable. Because, you see, words can cause invisible wounds. I hear it with me. I remember when I was pretty, very, very young. And then I wasn't too well and I happened to be uh, uh, taken to the hospital. And then a nurse told me, I needed a, a bedpan. Is that what they call it? 
And then she told me, she had a nimby. I remember very well. She was in green. Green. Green nursing room with the white. Kolebu Polyclinic. I can never forget it. She said, she had a nimby. And do you know that I developed a dislike for nurses? For a long time, till I grew up and I got to know Christ properly, then I released him. Because I, I was in pain. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was an emotional scar. I didn't want to have anything to, to do with the nurse. So there are things that we say. That's why you have to be careful about your words. Things you say. Do you know that most of us, we don't know French. We went to school and we had French teachers. But most French teachers are not patient. As they are teaching, you say, but, but, but. They, are, they are insulting you. You know, there's, there's sand in your head. You know, French people generally are not very patient. Are you getting me? They are not very patient. And so most of us, and they like to, they want to learn English, but they don't want us to learn. They, they are not patient teaching us. You see? So the wrong thing they say just totally affects you. I hope you're getting me, somebody. Okay, I'm not saying French people are bad. I say generally they are not patient in teaching us. We are French. So, add to knowledge what? Temperance. Self-control, even in your eating. When you see food, you say that not by night, not by power, but by my spirit. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This mountain must be made a plain. You know, you don't, do, you don't do that. There are times you feel hungry, you go to a place, but self-control, you decide, I won't eat. You are controlling yourself. Self-control, you have the opportunity. You are in charge. You can sign some money or you can do something wrong. But self-control, I will not do it. Self-control, you go to the shopping mall and there's a, the fact that there's money in your pocket doesn't mean to collect the things at the shopping mall. Self-control. Oh, I didn't have an amen. amen. Yeah, because that thing will be calling you. Come for me. Come, come for me. Then you are also getting close. Come for me. Come, come for me. Then you go and get it. But you know, you must, you must do the most important thing. Buy the most important thing. What is most important? Amen? Amen. Self-control. Two days ago, I was telling somebody that when it's not time for you to take dropping, don't take dropping. You may have the money, but don't take dropping. Just take taxi. If I start with trotro, then trotro to taxi. Amen? Take normal taxi. It is maybe when you are going for some appointment, you don't want to sweat or there's something before. Save the money. When you find a beloved, don't try to do her show. And every time you have jumped into taxi and you are passing here and there, you know you cannot maintain that. And if you could, you can still save the money for something. Start buying blocks. Even if you don't have a plot, you buy, buy the blocks one after the other. Before I realize, you've got 2,000 blocks. 2,000 blocks, you are ready to build a three-bedroom house. You don't need a full plot. You just need a quarter plot. You need just a half plot, a quarter plot somewhere. By the time, that means by the time you open your eyes, you bat your eyes by the grace of God, you have your own place. You have become a landlord, landlady. You, you don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. But self-control, self-control. Meanwhile, somebody is earning the same amount of money with you. But spending money, ice cream, 
telephone calls, credit, and you spend so much time on WhatsApp and Instagramming and and you think it's not anything, five CDs, ten CDs, five CDs, ten CDs, two CDs. And it's all gone down the drain. Self-control. Add to self-control, patience. Amen. The word patience, that means ability to tolerate nonsense. And delay. And pain. And shame. You have to learn to tolerate pain. What? Nonsense. Insults. Are you following me? If you don't have that quality, you cannot become anything. Ability to tolerate delay. Delay. But delay does not mean denial. Sometimes it may look like God is not showing up, but God is going to show up. So realize that patience is a virtue. And then add to patience godliness. Godliness is to smell of God, have the quality of God, a life that is reflective of God. It means that as a Christian, when people see you, they must see God in you. It means your language must be a language of godliness. Your behavior must be a behavior of God. Your, your godliness is not when you are in church. Are you getting me? There are people that they are only known as Christians in church. After church, in their community, nobody knows them. In their homes. You see, what shows that you are a true Christian is when people in your house can say that you have changed. When your friends can say that you have changed. When your neighbors can say that this person is different. Godliness. And to godliness, Philadelphia. Brotherly kindness. Somebody say, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity, love, agapao, that's the highest form of love. You see, charity is, brotherly kindness is different from charity. Charity is the highest form of love. And this kind of love is not love because of, but love irrespective of. Amen? And that is the kind of love that we must develop when we are getting into marriage. And as Christians, that's the kind of love we must have both brotherly love and then we must have, we must have also agape. It is agape, the highest form of love. And that is what will help us to stick with each other. Because whether we like it or not, we're going to hurt one another. You may do something that I may not like. I may do something you may not like. Because we're coming from different backgrounds. And we've got, because we've also got frailties. Are you getting me? But God is working on our lives. God is shaping us. God is chipping off the rough edges from our lives. Can I have an amen? amen. So, as a matter of fact, in every marriage, you, you need these three types of love. You have a certain kind of erotic feeling for your partner. Then you need the Philadelphia love, a brotherly kindness kind of love, where your partner becomes a playmate and a friend. And then you need the, char- the, the agape type of love, the highest kind of love, that no matter what your partner does, at the end of the day, that's your choice, and that, that is your partner. And that you love the person irrespective of, you love the person with the love of God. Amen. That's why the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. That is a giving love. Most people will love you because of, I love you because you give me this. 
I had somebody, so why do you love this? So I say, I love it because he buys me chocolates. I love it because he's nice, nice. He's a very nice person. He's a very gentle person. He's a very, he's a very, he's a very, he's a very. That's why he's saying that it's not agape. The day the person will do something, the person doesn't like say, oh, oh, Tilo, you are finished. Out of my life. Yeah, yeah. I listened to one of these uh, uh, um, interviews, and were interviewing a certain girl. And he said she had a, a, a beloved. And then, he said, at a certain time, the beloved couldn't meet her needs. Oh. She, and he said her taste, her taste has gone higher. And that now, she said, I've got some need. I live in a moment. I'm, I live in a moment. And so in that moment, and now I, I need, I, I need, I, I need an, an accommodation. And my daddy also needed, my daddy was so well, and my, my daddy needed some money. And then I, I, I also needed some car. And so, so, so I had to move. And so now where are you? So now, now I have a two-bedroom apartment at East Legon. And I drive this kind of car. So it means that that old partner, now he can't meet a standard. He has to move on higher. That's the reason why when you are choosing somebody, you must choose somebody who accepts you the way you are and not what you are giving to the person. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you accept me the way I am. Oh, forget it. Amen. Amen. Brothers, don't try to pose and be anything. In fact, even, even what you are, try to reduce yourself. To find out that whether the person accepts you the way you are. Am I bringing somebody here? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, God wants us to get to the highest form of love, and that is agape. Somebody say agape. Now, in Matthew chapter, when you have this agape, God's going to bless you mightily. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. You must have Special love for God. Someone say, special love for God. Jesus said, there was a young man who came to Jesus and then, uh, you know, started talking to Jesus. I've done this, I've done that. And, you know, and then Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And the 38, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. You shall love the Lord your God. He said, which is the greatest commandment? They said the greatest commandment is our word. You shall love the Lord. Go back to 37. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. Now, if you love him with all your heart, then there's no space for him to love anything else. Love the Lord with all your heart. All your soul means all your emotions. Listen to me. If you are Christian, you must be emotional towards God. Do you know that when you love something, you are emotional towards it? You love a dress and somebody irons it and makes it. I say, ah, why did you burn my dress? When you love a pair of shoes and it's not you, you keep it well. I say, why did you put my shoe in the mud? Don't put it in the mud. So you are emotional towards it. So you can't say you love God and you are not emotional towards God. You can't say you love God, and when it's worship time, you stand there like, a, like an Egyptian mummy. You cannot lift your hands. 
You, you, cannot, you cannot cry a little. Some of you, when you see a day, Worship time, you can't cry, you can't see the goodness of God, you can't appreciate the fact that you were nothing, and by God's grace, today you can walk. Today you have some nice dress to wear, today you have some nice tie to wear, today you are married, today you have a child, today you have a husband, today you've got a job. You cannot reckon that you think you just got it. You think you just got it. You can't thank God for the fact that He woke you up. Because there's a, sleeping, there's a tablet that makes you to sleep, but there's no tablet to wake you up. So anytime that you woke up, it means that somebody expressed love to you. That wake up and continue on my purpose. Wake up because of my goodness. Wake up because of my mercies. Wake up because I have something good for your life. It means that when, anytime you are up, what, all you have to tell yourself is that it's not over. Till it is over. So when you, are, when, you, when you are up, that's not the time to go and say, I want to go and drink DDT. Something is not working well in my life. My marriage is not working well. My business is not working well. My whatever is not working well. Whatever is not working well. God knew it's not working well. That's the reason why he didn't let you sleep and die. And that's why he woke you up. So that he will repair it for you. That's why he will repair it for you. Amen. So have hope. Someone say have hope. You shall love him with also all your mind. That means that you must be consumed by the, 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 the love of God. Your mind. You see, when you are in love, eh? when ladies are in love, you can see it in their eyes. Hey. When they are that they are daydreaming. Realize that they are not around. They are not around at all. They are somewhere. Someone says somewhere. somewhere. And the moment they mention their lover's name, you see a glitter in their eyes. Blue rays, eh? red rays, yellow rays, indigo rays coming from their eyes. Eh? All kinds of colors are coming from rainbow colors coming from their eyes. Is that not it? Yeah, love is beautiful. Can't you see when it's wedding time? You know, the place it looks nice. Everybody tries to smile. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. So you shall love the Lord your God. If, if you are going to serve God and live with God and to enjoy the blessings of God. The first thing, the first commandment. And Jesus said, if you love me, do what? Do my commandments. And so the first commandment is that you shall love the Lord your God. You shall love the Lord your God. You shall love the Lord your God. That means that God, the Lord must be your God. God means he must be your boss. He means he must be your master. So is God your master? Is the Lord your master? Lord, master, in charge. Is God in charge of you? When he say get up, do you get up? When he say go for evangelism, do you go for evangelism? When he say give out the... Abraham believed that God Almighty Yahweh was, was his God. And therefore when he said that give away Isaac, he was willing to give away Isaac, his laughter. The thing that makes you laugh. The thing that makes you excited. When God said give it away, do you give it away? You shall love the Lord your God. Possessive pronoun. With. With. It means that love goes with something. With. Kum. Kum. With. All 
Not some. All your heart. And when I talk all your heart, I'm not talking about the pumping station. I'm talking about your inner being. All your heart. All your soul. And all your mind. It means that God must be on your mind. God must be on your mind. God must be on your mind. And when God is on your mind all the time, you'll be on the mind of God all your time. You see, when you find two lovers, and the guy loves the ladies, the lady is always on his mind. And when the lady also loves the man, the man is also always on the mind of the lady. So it is mind to mind. And so as the lady is thinking about doing the man good because of love, the man is also thinking about doing the woman good because of love. And so when you, God is on your mind to obey the commandments of God and to do God good, you are also on the mind of God for God to do you good. And when God is doing you good, his good is better than your good. And the second is like this, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. Because God, you don't see if you say you love him. And your neighbor, you see that you don't love him. Then there's a problem. So you cannot be a Christian and say, I don't talk to this person. I hate this person. You cannot hate anybody. You may dislike the behavior of somebody. But hatred, after hatred, it comes from the devil. Every hater is a, is a murderer. When you hate anything, it means you want the thing to die. So be careful when somebody hates you. When you know that somebody hates you, go out of coverage area from the person. Jesus knew that. The time that Jesus knew that the Jews hated him, and he, he had to move away. Don't try to act. You see, snakes are very smart. Learn about the snake. Snakes know that human beings don't like them. And that's the reason why they hide. Because the moment we say snake, it's two things. When a snake lands here, two things. Either we scatter, or we have to scatter the snake. Are you following me? And so the snake will hide. And you got to, and Jesus said, you have to be like what? As cunning as a snake. Why is a snake? So you don't expose yourself. Some of you, when you have anything, everything you have, you are exposing to everybody. I've got this. My husband bought me this. What has that got to do with somebody? Because they say, do you know the, 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 the price of my gold? Do you know my wedding hand? Do you know where I'm going to? Do you know the kind of food we eat? Who said, who said that? You have to learn to put your cards close to your chest. Because not everybody will celebrate with you when you are celebrating. Never ever think that when people smile with you, they like you. You are exposing yourself for them to use, the, you know, you are giving them daggers against you. Am I preaching somebody here? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. But when you love God, he will give you protection. Yes. In Psalm 91 verse number 14, he says that because he has set his love upon me, Psalm 91, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. As you are loving the Lord, may the Lord deliver you. I will set him on high. It means that love will set you on high. Hey, I said love will set you on high. You see, see when, when, when a man loves a woman, he sets a woman on high in his life. 
To the extent that a woman who is not a biological relation, he, the woman now gains a special place in the heart of the man and gets to know the secrets. It means that love for God will let you be, be, become, uh, 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 will let you have access to the secrets of God. If you want to know somebody's secret, just love the person. That's all. Show to the person that you are interested in him or her. Don't fight the person. Don't criticize the person. If you are a wife here, listen to me. No matter how bad your husband is, just show the fact that I am interested in you. Even take it for granted that you see that he is trying to misbehave more. Even when he's misbehaving, still show to him that, look, I am interested. Don't fight him. Because if you fight him, you repel him. And you drive him into the, into the arms of other people. But when you show him love, he will come home. When you show her love, she will come home. I'm telling you. Because love is attractive. And fighting is repulsive. Love is what? No. Anybody who fights anybody is not his friend. But when you, when you love them, they'll come to you. Even dogs. When you love your dogs, they'll come to you. If you whip them, so go away. Am I preaching somebody here? Yeah. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. May the Lord set you on high. Yeah. Because he has known my name. Now in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30, God said to Eli the priest, there was something he told Eli the priest. Let's quickly look at it. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord said, be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly what? Esteemed. So when you honor God, God will honor. Honor begets honor. And when you despise God, the Bible says you shall be lightly esteemed. So when you despise God, you wake up in the morning, you don't mind God, you are not interested in the things of God, you don't do anything in the house of God. Oh, you despise God, you'll be lightly esteemed. But when you honor God, God will honor you. This week, may God honor you. This month, may God honor you. May you become very special. James chapter 4 verse 8. Bible says that, you know, you see, God will always respond to the steps you take towards him. God will always respond to the steps you take towards him. He says, draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you. Hallelujah. So as you take some steps towards God, God is taking steps towards you. This morning, as you took steps to come to the house of God, God is taking steps close to you. May God take steps close to you and meet you at the point of your need. So your relationship with God determines your overall status in the kingdom. Your relationship with God, right? Your relationship with God determines your overall status in the kingdom. It is what place God occupies in your heart that determines the place you occupy on earth. What place God occupies in your heart determines the place you occupy on the earth. So your placement on earth is determined by the placement of God in your heart. Where is God in your heart? Do you place him highly? When you place him highly, he will place you high. 
The three Hebrew boys place God highly. Daniel placed God highly in his heart. And therefore he was exalted. Amongst other, God delivered him and exalted him. May the Lord deliver you and exalt you in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's what the Bible says, upon Mount Zion there shall be what? Deliverance and holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. You cannot possess your possession when you have not given your heart fully unto him. To be precious in the sight of God, he must be precious to you as well. If you are precious, if, 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 if God is precious in your sight, you will be precious in the sight of God. Tell somebody to win his love. In fact, your love for God can destroy the arrows of death and the arrows of the enemy targeted at you. Your, your love for God. In Isaiah 43, 1 to 4, God says, That's here the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel. Fear not, I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, you are mine. Isn't it wonderful that God has called you by name? He knows you by name and he says you, are, you belong to him. Tell somebody, I belong to him. Then verse 2 says that when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Somebody, you are going through the waters, but I tell you, God is with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. You are not going to get drowned. The enemy thinks you are going to get drowned, but there is an invisible force. There's an invisible uptrust. And angels of God are underneath you to ensure that you shall not be drawn downwards. For if the axe said that fell under the water came up one more time, then you are also coming up one more time. It means your business is coming up one more time. Your joy is coming up one more time. Your health is coming up one more time. Your finances are coming up one more time. Your ministry is coming up one more time. Whatever of yours that has gone under the water, whether by your fault or without your fault, Jehovah God is going to bring about a restoration in the name of the Lord Jesus. For he says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil to give unto you a future and a hope. And to bring you to an expected end. Listen to me. Every father wants the best for their children. And God is a good father. Human fathers with all limitations. They will fight. They will do everything. To try to help their children. And God is your father. The word father comes from a Latin word pata. Which means source. It means roots. It means that God shall be the root of your blessings. He shall be the source of your blessing. May God be the source of your blessing. In the name of the Lord Jesus. When you pass through the fire. You shall not be bent. In fact, those who try, to, who try to throw into the fire, they shall be burnt. Amen. I will show you a scripture. Verse number four. Verse number four. Look at it. Since that was precious in my sight. Have you seen it? You have to be precious. So all you have to do is just to win the love of God by loving him. Since that was precious in my sight, that has been honorable. Hallelujah. When you are precious in the sight of God, you will be honorable. And I have loved thee. Watch it. I have loved thee. Therefore, will I give men for thee and people for your life. It means that instead of you dying, others will die in your place. It means that instead of you doing certain kinds of jobs, God will give you helpers to be able to do that job for you. It means that when you are helpless, God says that I will give men for you and people for your life. You see, the three Hebrew boys loved the Lord so much that when the book of Nazareth said, he said, you guys, 
If you don't bow to me and bow to my idol, I'm going to throw into a fire and say, hey, we are not going to condescend to what you are saying. We know that our God will save us. We know that our God will save us. Like Job said, I know that my Redeemer liveth. And I know my God is going to pick me out of this. But even if he doesn't, that's okay. I lived in the Lord and died in the Lord. Better live in the Lord and die in the Lord than live in the world and die in the world. And because of the love, the guys who were going to throw him into the fire, he said, I will give men what? For you and people for your life. So the people who are going to throw him, life must be bent. Life must die. And God gave people for their life. The people who were throwing them, they were the ones who entered into it. Ain't nobody was, who has plotted your death. May you escape the trap of the wicked one. May you run through your troop. Leap over your walls. Escape every trap. And may the Lord God cause every, every wall before you to crash into powder. And every mountain, every mountain to be level, valley to be exalted, crooked path to be made straight. And may the Lord God cause any Goliath who has been bringing and insults at you and threatening you and showing you things that it cannot be, you amount to nothing. May the Lord God cause that Goliath to fall. Goliath fall. We decapitate Goliath. We cut off the head of every Goliath. Everything that gives it strength. We rebuke it and bind it in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God give men for you. I said may God give men for you. May God give people to speak on your behalf. Even in your absence. In your weak state. May God let people do some things for you. Oh, just like the good Samaritan. Hey, his heart was touched. And he did some good to somebody that he was not connected to. Are you getting me? The Samaritan don't get close to the Jews. But here was a Jewish guy who had been, who, who had been battered, who had been beaten. And yet God, God touched the heart of their enemies. May from today, may God even touch even the heart of your enemies. May your enemy do you good. When they want to speak evil, may their tongue twist and begin to speak promotion for you. Your boss who may not like you, may he be the person whose heart will be touched that he will decide to promote you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord turn your story unto glory. May your dream become a reality. May you leap like a calf let out of the stall and may you rejoice in the Lord your God. May God fight your battles for you. May he give you the upper hand. May the spirit of God come upon you like it came upon something that every kind of cord that they put on you, upon you to limit you. May that cord break like flax under fire in the name of the Lord Jesus. And may you rejoice in the Lord your God. Every good thing Jehovah has begun for you. May that be a completion because his name is the Alpha and the Omega. May he perfect it for you. When men say it's impossible. When men say you are finished. When men say it is finished for you. May it be said that it is well. It is well with your soul. It is well with your business. It is well with your marriage. It is well with your children. It is well with your finances. It is well in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see somebody being lifted up. I see somebody's story changing because of love for the Lord. Because of your love for God. He said, I have loved thee. Oh, may love become your security. When you, when, when somebody, when you love somebody, that becomes your security. May, the, may you be secured in the Lord. May you be secured in the Lord. 
And may you become like the Samuel who said, that He that dwells in the secret place, may you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. May love become your refuge and your fortress. May His love become your refuge and fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. You see, there's a certain love of God that is not automatic. It is end. It means that you must consciously work towards it. Hallelujah. And as you do that, in loving God, in, in, in getting involved in the things of God, oh, God is going to also place you very high. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter 23 verse 26, he said, he said, my son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. Wow. You want God to love you? I'm showing you how God is going to love you more and more. My son, read with me, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. That means that as you're observing the ways of God, God is going to do great things for you. Give me your heart. Always give me your heart. Where your heart is now is a pointer to where your heart will be, where you will be tomorrow. Where your heart is now is a pointer. Write it. Where your heart is now is a pointer to where you will be tomorrow. Where your heart is now, baby, our kuma is here. When your heart is in a certain man today. Tomorrow you'll be with him in marriage. When your heart is in America, eh? where your heart is now, is a pointer of where you'll be. You see, when people's heart are in America, they do everything to go there. When your heart is in a certain business, they'll be there. You see, my policeman here, I'm told that when they were right in JSS, he said that he, he will be a policeman. There are two friends. One said he'll be a policeman. One said they'll be... A, a, a military man. Where their heart was then, today that is where they are. So when your heart, even when, if your heart is in this church, tomorrow you'll be here. But if your heart is not in this church, as you are sitting here, you're, you're only physically sitting here because you are always where your heart is. It's your heart that carries you. It's not anything, it's your heart. Where is your heart? That is why he said, my son, give me your heart. Give me your heart. You never move with anybody whose heart is not for you. No, 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 no. Watch people carefully. If their heart is not for you, please. No matter what they give you, food is not anything. When somebody gives you food, that doesn't mean his heart is for you. When somebody gives you money, it doesn't mean that one. Am I preaching somebody here? Yeah. One of David's sons, he wanted to kill his brother. And he threw a party and invited him. Come and eat your love rice. Didn't he give him food? Meanwhile, for three years, I has not talked with him. In three years, somebody has not talked with you. No years, no, no. You are in the same community, no vicinity, nothing. He's in, inviting you for a party. And you two are following to go eat party. Food you are going to eat that at the end of the day, you spend money on it. In flashing and 
toilet roll, soap. Do you know that when, when, when you eat, you, you, you end up spending more money? Or you don't know? Sometimes like me, I want the preaching to calm down. Eh? Yeah. Water. After finishing eating, water bill, toilet roll bill, flashing, air freshener. Hallelujah. That's why it's good to fast. When you are fasting, you save yourself money. Amen. When you give your heart to God, God is committed to your deliverance. May the Lord deliver you from evil. May the Lord give people for your life. Amen. David one time was so thirsty and he needed to get some water to drink amongst the Philistines. His servant said, you are worth more than 10,000 of us. And they run through the people and fetch the water. A guy said, no, this is the life of people. I can't drink the water. May God give you men for your life. May God give you helpers for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And that means that you must begin to have love for God. Amen. When you have special love for God, God is going to increase you. Now, it's not, one thing is that it's not enough to love God once your love for him must be continuous. You don't love a man just today and that's it. Tomorrow, I don't love you again. It must be continuous. Someone say continuous. Do you know that when Nebuchadnezzar came to the three, Daniel, he said that your God whom thou servest, what? Continuously continuously, continuously. You don't serve God today and tomorrow you are angry with him. Listen to me. As you are serving God, you go through challenges. As you are serving God, there will be times you will be hungry. As you are serving God, there are times when you pray, it may look like God hasn't heard you. Your prayer is hitting a wall. But God is still cooking something at the backside. As God is cooking something. You see, it takes time to prepare peanut soup and palm nut soup. All the pea soups, it takes time. But within a few minutes, X2 is cooked. Is that not it? Yeah. yeah. So there are things that God is doing for you that he is just taking his time. And the Bible says in his own time, he makes all things beautiful. Beautiful things are coming to somebody. Yeah. Glorious things are coming to your life. Yeah. Receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So don't be in love today and be out of love tomorrow. In, Romans, in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, he says that he was talking about the church to the Ephesians. He said, I have somewhat against you because you have left your first love. The love we used to have for God, we have left it. Remember therefore, verse 5, from when you have fallen and repent and do the first works. Hallelujah. Or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove your candlestick. Many of us today, our excitement for coming to the house of God is gone down. Hello? Today, for instance, there are many of us. By 6 something, I was already here. 6.30, that was said, they said, most of you are not here. A quarter to seven. Even some of the choruses were not here. Seven o'clock. I had to come and usher some of the ushers. What a shock. 
But I know today is the end of that story. We are becoming better. Our love for God. Because see, see, your love for America and your love for Europe makes you go to the embassy early. Is that not it? When you have an appointment, you are there. Why not? Because a white man, when he gives you an appointment, you are not there. He has left. He said, I'm all late for two minutes. Uh, two minutes. Two minutes is important to him. Oh, yeah, two minutes. Pe, eh, pe. Eh, pe. You are saying pe. But two minutes is still two minutes and the person is gone. And it means that you didn't respect his time. In fact, one, 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 one multi-millionaire was interested in a, a certain lady and fixed up an appointment with her to have a date somewhere, go and sit somewhere. And the man was sitting there. 10 minutes, the lady was talking. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. 45 minutes, whatever. And the lady came, when she came, she didn't even say, oh, I passed it. Not that it was any, any important. She no excuse. No, I'm very sorry for that, 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 that. The guy said, no, 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 that's the end of this. You're never going to have my time again. You are never going to be. That's the end of the relationship. Someone said, oh, but if you love a woman, you do everything. No, she didn't respect you. She didn't respect you. So it's only 15 minutes. It's only 30 minutes. No, it's my time. If you respect me, respect my time. You respect God, respect God's time. And you see, where you place God in your heart will determine where God places you on earth. Your placement on earth is determined by your, your placement of God in your heart. Where is God in your heart? Is God that important to you? Jesus said, if you love me, do my commandments. And what's his commandment? One of the commandments I love. And I keep, I've been preaching to you all the time. Mark chapter 15 verse 16. Go ye into all the world and preach. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. He says that, go, make disciples. Is that not it? Not Marco, I said. Did I say Mark? 1615, yeah. Go into all the world and what? Preach the gospel to every creature. I didn't say to preach the gospel to the rich. Every creature is what? Every creature. It means that even if the dog can hear and the, the gospel, preach the gospel to the, to the dog. Preach it to the poor. Preach it to the beggars. Preach to everybody. Preach it. Amen. And in doing that, you will see the exaltation of God in your life. Can I have an amen? I've seen people who had no nice biological background, but God has lifted them up. As a result of obeying the commandments of God. Amen? Yeah, as a result. You see, my friend Shaba, eh? his father died when he in secondary school. The mother was just selling Empty things for water, gallons, small, small, whatever. What's not lucrative? But that guy loved God to the extent that he, now he joined a Christian singing group. And they were supposed to wear black shoes. He didn't have black shoes. What he had was those days, can, canvas shoes. White. So he had to go and get blue. Blue dye. And blue the thing that the thing became, tried to become black. And white, from white to black. Can you imagine? Because he was interested. Wore some old, funny kind of white shirts. 
and be part of the group singing 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 and i remember the whole school when it's passing everybody shouting ajeba ajeba and they were laughing at him but the person that they were laughing at his love for god his zeal for god god turned the story around for him to become the president of the old boys association singularly he had to rehabilitate government hospitals taking care of people in various places from she to be from nothing to to becoming somebody god is going to make your story that glorious yeah one day he told me now he was invited to the u.n assembly to be given speeches united nations cowboy most of you all your the names you know at kwawu is impraiso ebetifi obo is that not bombing but there are some of them koko and all some of them are sakraka even the name cry is very powerful and god lifts a man from there makes him travel with presidents sleeps in the best hotels money is not anything to this guy his love for god one day he told me sir one time he first his name i asked god god what can i give you? you've been so good to me i love you i just love you Love is a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave. He asked God. 31st December, everybody is asking God. God said, God, give me this. God, give me this. He asked God, God, what do you want me to give you? He gave God 1.3 billion. So I'm, giving, I'm giving to your work. 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 And that's his love, God. He told me by 50, he's going on time. He, he's, he's, he lets his children take over his business. The guy is dusted. You see, loving God. I'm telling you, you see, oftentimes I use examples of men of God. So he said, oh, maybe because they are pastors. So I'm talking to you about ordinary person who is now a business person from nobody and God is using him. His second son is one of the most outstanding young men, in entrepreneurs and business people in the United Kingdom. Works with Royal Bank of Scotland. Powerful auditor traveling all over the places. God is blessing, bless his children. I'm just want you to know that just love God, just be interested in the things of God. Come and wash the toilets, become a toilet cleaner, come and clean the compound, join the prayer team. You can never, you cannot be a part of the church of Jesus Christ and not love the church fully. Are you hearing me? And when you love something, you give yourself to it. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. Look at when men love women. When they don't even have this, they, they, they still sign post, they take check. Hey! They will sign for you. And why do you think, do you think that men give money to everybody like that? It's because the woman has done something. There are things that when the woman does, the woman say, Bomika, not friend me, dada. Say, then I open. What do you want? Open said, me do come moving picker now. Eh? And then from there, me call Kempiski. I hear now that's what? Kempiski. Where you go and eat one Gary Sokis for 150 CDs. 
Hey. May, God, may, may somebody take you to Kambiski. Oh, it's good. It's a good place. Amen. Yeah. There are places when you go, it has to build up your confidence. Take your children to nice places. It will give them good vision. Amen. Good places. Let them see some things so that they will dream big. But all I'm saying is that give your heart to God. Give your heart to his service. And as you're committed unto him, I see God coming to bless you. The psalmist said in Psalm 42, 1 and 2, As the deer panted for the water brooks, so my soul panted for you. When it's time and you are coming to church and praise and worship is going on, you know, that's not a time you are taking a catwalk. Then you get to the, when you get to the usher, hello, how are you? And you are talking, you are talking plenty. You know you are late. Yeah. And so when you are late, praising the Lord always. You don't even get to your seat. You run to the front there. Praising the Lord. Oh, and you are, most of you praise and worship that you are standing there. You cannot praise your God. You have become so dignified, so important. That you cannot put your two hands together because you are Mr. This and Mrs. What and you are mother of 28 and so you cannot put your hands together and you drive a certain car and you have a certain kind of business and because at your workplace people salute you, you cannot salute God hey! when we come into the presence of God we are nothing you are smaller than an ant in the presence of God but for his mercies. And so as you come, come, prepare your heart with your sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. I told you the other time that God showed to a, a, a certain couple the hunters how angels are attracted to a church. And they find out that angels are attracted to churches that have are praising the churches that are praising their light becomes bright and so the angels are attracted there but the churches that do not praise god well their light are that means small light but those who praise god you find out that bright their, their light becomes very bright have you realized that insects are directed to where more light is the greater the light the more the insects after rays. Is that not it? So the greater your worship unto God, adoring him and praising him, the more the angelic presence. And when angels are coming, they are not coming empty-handed. The more, and do you know why the angels show up? Because the Bible says in Psalm 22 verse 3, God inhabits the praises of his people. You want God to visit your life? Start being a praiser. Start being one who exalts his name. As you're exalting his name, you're praising his name, you're interested in his work, and you're promoting his business by giving your heart, by giving of your resources to the work of God. I see God loving you and blessing you, delivering you, and being the lifter up of your head. This month of August, may the Lord put laughter in your mouth. May your dream become a reality. May you step into your high place, and may the glory of God overshadow you. May heaven back you may your enemies be defeated may God arise on your behalf and every wicked one be scattered 
in the name of the Lord Jesus may God give you a place on earth may God lift you high may God make a way for you where there's not been a way may the train of God which carries good health come to you provision protection preservation peace longevity and every good thing that accompanies it may they come unto you may you be delivered from evil may God give you divine escapes may he bring customers unto you clients unto you whatever business you do because the Lord wishes that you will prosper may you prosper may you be favored may God give people unto you and men for your life in Jesus Christ's name everybody shout a big amen the church say amen let the church say amen God has spoken let the church say amen
live for you. and say, Lord, from today I surrender my all unto you. Lord God Almighty, I express my love to you. Help me to live for you and to love you. I surrender all. I surrender all. Have your way in my life. From today, may I live for you. May I give you all my heart and my mind. My love you with all my heart. Love you all my soul and all my mind. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If you want somebody to touch, Lord, touch me. You want somebody to anoint, anoint me. You want somebody to use, use me. I am here and I'm available. I am here and available in the name of Jesus. Just in a minute, talk to God right now. Yes, express your love to God first. And as you love him, he will love you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, Lord. I love you, I love you, I love you, Lord. And my soul will say, Oh, la malo, she here in Morosina Rababa, In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now we want to pray and prophesy into the month. In Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 28, the Bible says, the Lord says, whatever, Ezekiel 12, 28, God said, whatever he has said, it shall not be delayed. Thus said the Lord, there shall none of my words be prolonged anymore. But the word which I have spoken shall be done, saith the Lord God. May the word of the Lord be done unto you. You are praying the Lord, let your word happen in my life. When the angel went to Mary and said, you are going to be the mother of the Messiah, he said, be it unto me according to thy word. Angel said, blessed is she that believe, for there shall be a performance. May there be a performance. Then you ask Psalm 90 verse 14 to 17. 
that may the Lord satisfy you early. For this second half of the year, this man, may the Lord satisfy you with his mercy. That you will rejoice and be glad all your days. Verse 15. May the Lord make you glad according to the days wherein you have seen pain and affliction. May there be a repayment, a reimbursement, a refunding, a restitution of every, everything you lost. Every and anything you lost in the name of Jesus. I like the verse 16 and 17. Let your work appear unto your servants and thy glory unto their children. Let the beauty, the word beauty there is favor. So it's a favor. Let the favor of the Lord, our God, be upon us. And then he said, establish the work of our hands. Yes, the Lord, work of our hands, establish. How many establishes there? How many establish can you see? How many hands do you have? May the Lord establish the work of your left hand. And your right hand. Amen. Lift your hand and say, Father, Father in, Jesus name, in Jesus' name, I speak, I speak and, I and I command the month of August, month of August to, be to be a month of honor for me, a month of uncommon favor. Satisfy me early. Let your grace be my portion. All the period I've been through pain and affliction. Turn my pain to pleasure. My sad situation to sweetness. And let your beauty come upon me. Any favor I don't qualify. May you qualify me. And these are my hands. Establish the work of my hands. When I touch sand, let it become gold dust. When I take Salt. When I salt, let it become diamond crystals. Let it become diamond crystals. Instead, of wood, Instead of wood, let me get iron. Instead of iron, I receive silver. For, for, bronze, for bronze, I receive gold. I receive gold. From, this From this man onwards, I receive a better alternative. A better alternative. Lord, Lord, give me men. Give for my life, golden links, divine assistance, destiny helpers, let them come from the east, the west, the north, the south. Let your glory be manifested in my life. Whatever I do, let it receive a mighty progress, mighty promotion, great favor. I decree and declare that this month onwards, my life is getting better and better every day and in every way. I am blessed. My family is blessed. My home is blessed. My children are blessed. My parents are blessed. My church is blessed. All that I do is blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Amen. Put your hands together. Give the Lord a hand and a shout of praise. Glory to Jesus. Onisha Yanu.
somebody, God is healing you. You had a condition of pain in your stomach this way. Something was pulling you. God is healing right now in Jesus Christ's name. There's somebody, you had a, a waist condition right at the back this side, this way. God is touching you right now. Whoever that person is, God is healing you right now. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Somebody, Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Satan, take your hand off this one's life. You have no portion in her life today in Jesus Christ's name. I pray divine covering, divine covering, divine covering. And I speak total strength and wholeness right now. Absolute restoration for you. Be healed and be made whole. Now, in Jesus Christ's name, is done. Amen. Abigail, come. Somebody, you, you dreamt about some animals chasing you. You are fighting with some animals. I wanted to pray for you. There were certain creatures you were fighting with. Come, I want to pray for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit of God. Yes. I release you. I release you in the shackles of the enemy. We break it right now. I break the shackles right now. I break the shackles. I break the shackles. Whatever is trying to pull you into anything, I command that you'll be delivered. I command that you'll be set free right now by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I decree and declare your freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me lay hands on her. Leborash. Jesus. Take some oil. Put it on her. Put it on her forehead. As you smear this on your forehead, we declare that any mark Satan tried to give to you to draw you away is cleansed. And that you receive the mark of the power of the Holy Ghost. That the forces of darkness from today shall be afraid of thee. Because you are covered by the blood and by his presence. The presence of the most high God. In Jesus name. Thank you. Hold it, hold it gradually. Yes, every good thing you began, Lord, perfect it. We pray your presence and your grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, hold her to the seat, hold her to the seat. She's under the anointing. Jesus, I mark you with the presence of the Holy Spirit that the Spirit of God will cover you. Whoever has been sent to harass you today, we release the fire of God to consume their works in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. May the sword of the Spirit cut them into pieces. In the name of the Lord Jesus, 
We pray visitation of angels to envelop you. As Jerusalem is encompassed by Mount Zion, so may the Lord encompass you and protect you from evil. Wherever you are mentioning your name for evil, may Jesus show up. May Jesus show up. Change. Jesus' name. Hush. Take it. Jesus' name. Whatever they want to stop today, we stop them in their tracks. Take it, Jesus' name. We release you from every oppression. Hey! Just leave it. Just leave it. Just leave it. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Just hold it. Just hold it. Hey! Jesus. Oh, Baba, Tessa, Oh, Holy Spirit of God. Jesus, come to me, young lady. Yes, yes. Give me your hand. God is putting some precious things in your hands. And there's a fresh anointing that is coming over your life. God is separating you. And to use you for greater things. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Fresh. Something fresh. Something fresh. Something fresh. Something fresh. Something fresh. The freshness of the power of the Holy Ghost. Fresh. 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 Lift the hand for me. Lift the hand for me. Lift it up for me. God is touching this woman with the fire of the Holy Ghost. From today, you declare the oracles of Jehovah. Hey, when you stand up to speak, fire will move. Power and anointing of the Holy Ghost. Yes, 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 yes. The oil is giving me. I put some upon you now. That his power and his presence will touch your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You Jesus. Oh, Rabbi. We will Hi, Jesus. Jesus. In your name. Oh, Jesus. His presence. Touch your life. Jesus. Favor for promotion. In the name of Jesus. The hand of Jehovah rests over you. Gina, come here. Gina. Do Mahashi. Jesus. Fresh oil. Hey, Gina.
your promotion in the name of Jesus. The healer is too good. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit, His presence and His power over your life. Take it now. Take it. Take the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Come on, give God some praise and worship Him. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We will worship you forever. give you all the praise and all the worship I pray for incredible miracles you believe in God for some special miracles put your hand on your forehead in Jesus name father I pray for divine impartation I pray that you change your story let them step in oil let them step on higher ground uncommon favor the goodness of the Lord the visitation of the Lord May angels be assigned on your case. May they work on your behalf right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May God give men for your life. What you cannot do anything about, may the Lord take over and make your story beautiful. This month of August, may you live as a special person, readily distinguishable from your colleagues the glory of the Lord be your portion in Jesus Christ's name. Everybody shout a big amen. I don't know whether you are celebrating Jesus. If you are celebrating Jesus, do it better unto the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey! We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Hey! I feel, I feel a lot of healings and deliverance have taken place. As I feel a lot of healings and deliverance, things that were not called for God Himself has touched. Things that were hidden, the Holy Spirit has located and dealt with. Issues, issues, physical issues and mental issues. I see the hand of God. Turn it around. The glory of the Lord has come over his people. Your story is different from today. This month you shall be celebrated. This month you are chosen. You are special. Where they said no to you, now they will say yes. And not only that, you shall be saluted. Receive this blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Before we sit down, I want to pray for somebody special here. That he said, preacher, I'm thankful to God for bringing me into this man. But I I want my sins to be forgiven. I'm not sure when, when I die where I'm going to go to. But I want to love this Jesus. I want him to be my Lord and my Savior. The King of my life. Today I want to surrender my all unto him. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. And today you acknowledge that fact and you say, Jesus, 
Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my King. I surrender my all. I fought many battles by my own strength. And I want you to take over. If you are here like that, raise your right hand wherever you are so I can pray with you. Never feel shy. Because if you despise the Lord, the Lord says, I will also esteem you lightly. But if you honor him, he will honor you. And if you receive him, he will be your Lord. Raise your right hand so I can pray with you wherever you are. In the name of Jesus. And pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. Today I ask you to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I surrender my all to you. I turn my back to the world and I embrace you as my Lord, my King, and my Master. From today, I will live for you. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. They'll grow up in you and love you more and more in Jesus Christ's name. Everybody say a big amen. Wow. Isn't it a blessing? Even though Jesus, some of you have received Christ, but listen, sometimes you can fall in something, you can wave, move off, and every time it's always good to say, Jesus, you are my Lord. Jesus, you are my King. Be in charge. Be Lord of my life. Can I have an amen? Amen.